Hey everybody, welcome back to the Win in Marketing podcast. Glad to have you here. Uh, this is something that I definitely want to start picking back up, make it more of a consistent thing. I do apologize for the echo in the background. I've ordered some sound dampening panels, so hopefully the audio quality here in the next few episodes is going to be much better than this one. But I wanted to make a quick episode today about email marketing. Um, and if you are a follower of my YouTube channel, if you're a subscriber, you probably know that email marketing is something that I harp on um, a lot, something that I talk about a lot because quite frankly, I think that most people or most marketers, maybe even business owners, don't know the benefits or assets that email marketing could bring you. Um, and a lot of people kind of glaze over it as like, yeah, that's just kind of spammy. Um, and for a lot of people, it is spammy. And I wanted to kind of break down today why it's beneficial, why you should consider it for your business, and maybe some different ways that you can use email marketing. Um, so basically a broad spectrum of email is you can do it for businesses or you can email market to businesses. Now I'm going to start from the perspective of four businesses. So let's say you're a business owner or you're an agency working with another business and you're offering them email marketing solutions. There's a couple different ways that you can go about that. So number one, I want to lay the foundation of Email marketing is pretty much the form of marketing that's done through email, like I know, hard to figure out here. Um, very advanced NASA type stuff I'm talking about here, but you can offer them sales, discounts, maybe even updates within a company. Um, and a lot of people check their inboxes that you might not think would check their inboxes. That's why a lot of people disregard it because they don't think it's gonna be effective. And in reality, you're leaving around on average 33% of revenue off of the table if you're not involving email marketing. And that's something that I talk to people a lot about in my consultations um, that they need to tell potential clients about. Like if they're kind of on the ropes of, I don't know if I should do that. Well, for e-commerce businesses, you know, if you're making $10,000 a month, essentially that's a little over $3,000 that you're missing out on that you could be making um, if you don't already have it. But laying the foundation again, getting a little sidetracked, is you need to start with an ESP. ESP is an email service provider, pretty much uh, the hub or home base of where all your email marketing efforts are going to, coming from, um, where you're gonna create the emails, flows, things like that that I'm gonna talk about here in just a little bit. But choose a good ESP that fits well for your business or agency, and the one that I like to use, the one that I've you know advocated for for a while, and this is not sponsored by them, but it's MailChimp. MailChimp is just what I think is the most business friendly, uh, beginner friendly, um, you know, something that I can actually break down for a lot of my clients and they can understand and go in themselves and kind of navigate. Whereas some, some other ESPs may be a little bit more complicated and more marketer focused, but MailChimp has all those foundational qualities that you would really need in an ESP uh, to create some really good email campaigns. So for businesses, there's three main flows, sequences, automations, whatever you wanna call them. A lot of buzzwords get thrown around in marketing, but there's three main flows that you really wanna focus on when you're email marketing for businesses. The first one is client acquisition or customer acquisition or whatever your ideal customer avatar looks like. Um, what that looks like is essentially exactly what it sounds like. You're trying to get those clients, you're trying to get those customers to sign up for your email sign-up list, your newsletter, whatever uh, word you wanna call it. You want to get them to sign up. That is the first flow that you wanna focus on. So there's a lot of things you can do within that. 
Obviously, the number one kind of first initial way that you want to look at client acquisition is taking advantage of their website. So, you know, I'm sure you're familiar if you're listening to this podcast that when you go into, uh, let's say you're online shopping, you go into most stores, you see a pop up within the first 10 to 20 seconds that says, hey, your first order get 10% off if you enter your email. And while that may seem annoying, while that may seem spammy, a lot of people call it. Uh, it works and it works really well because even if you don't think you're going to read those emails, you just want the 10% off people more times than not often end up reading the emails that come through and will become a return purchaser as opposed to a first time buyer. And that obviously helps with lifetime value. And eventually if you want to sell the company, lifetime value is a very, very big thing. So client acquisition um, is something that you have to focus on and it's really the baseline if they don't already have a big email list. Uh, like I said, pop-ups are a great way to start doing that. Another way you can do that is social media. So you could also run some social media campaigns for a giveaway or a limited time discount saying, hey, you know, if you want to enter this giveaway or um, if you want to take advantage of this deal, make sure that you're signed up to our email list and you can do that from a link in bio. Pretty simple stuff here. And then the third is a paid way to get email signups. So advertising on social media, I wouldn't go for Google for this one. I would stick with social media, but advertising on social media, you know, for example, Facebook ads saying, hey, for a limited time, get this free, you know, PDF deal, whatever. There has to be an incentive for somebody to sign up. Um, and that works really well if you can keep the cost per acquisition under the two to three dollar range. Uh, that's typically the sweet spot. And if you're getting, you know, anywhere from the average value of an email sign up or sign up list being five to ten dollars per email sign up, then you've got a pretty good cash cow uh, coming in your way. So client acquisition is very, very big, something that you need to nail down if the client or business does not already have that. The second flow to email marketing for businesses is client nurture, um, new new sign-up nurture. So once, once we get that email, what are we doing for them? Um, and this is a big thing because, you know, once you have the email, a lot of people, a lot of businesses leave a lot of money on the table by not actually nurturing their email signup list. They just have this big list. I just signed the client the other day. That's got a list of 5,000 people that he has zero idea what to do with, but they've come into his website, have signed up and he's never sent them an email. That's a lot of money missed out on the table. I'm going to do some good work for him. That's pretty much, uh, you know, in terms of the MailChimp side entails an automation. So. Let's say somebody comes in and uh, comes into your website and, and puts in their email for that 10% off, then the automation starts. So in MailChimp, they've got a really cool feature called journeys. And this is something that a lot of ESPs have, but some don't. Um, and MailChimp's features, like I said, this, is, this video is not sponsored. I know I'm really advocating for them here, but I really do think MailChimp is the easiest and most intuitive uh, ESP out there in my opinion. But they have this feature called journeys where you can set the activation or kind of trigger for the journey to start. Now MailChimp will connect on the back end to your website so that they know when to start this or when somebody signs up and you don't have to go in there manually. So let's say the trigger is somebody signs up, they automatically get sent an email saying, hey, you know, thank you so much for stopping by. Thanks for being a part of the, the, the family, the company, company name, whatever it is. Uh, you give them their discount, whatever they came for, the free PDF, and then say, you know, we look forward to, um, hopefully hearing, you know, how your experience is with our company, something along those lines, you know, I kind of butchered that right there, but you know, you understand that thank you message. Then, 
Um, there's different flows or sequences you can go with, you know, from here, I like to stay in the three to five email mark. That means initially from email one being that thank you message or a welcome message to email five. And those emails could be anything that you want. Typically I tell clients to stay within, you know, the realm of make it about the product features, maybe new news within the company over the past several months, um, some testimonials or just other reasons why a customer should convert if they haven't already. And if they have already, why they should buy more of your product or another version of your product or something else that you have on your website. So that is client or customer nurture. And that's very, very important because you're nurturing them to become a, a customer from a lead. You know, at the end of the day, a lead doesn't mean anything if we cannot convert them. So this is uh, a very, very important step in the email marketing for businesses. And the third flow here uh, for businesses, email marketing is return to cart. Very simple here, uh, really tailors to the email, uh, excuse me, the e-commerce side of, you know, the online space. When somebody comes in and they add something to their cart and they leave for whatever reason, they get distracted, maybe they have cold feet, you send them an email saying, hey, you left something in your cart, and then another, you know, let's say 12, 24 hours down the line, you send them another email saying, hey, I understand that um, you may have cold feet about this, you don't wanna, you know, make this purchase, here's an extra 10% off. That goes a very, very long way. So those are the three kind of flows for email marketing that I would recommend at least researching into, and, and, and there's tons of videos on YouTube that you can look up. Um, you can go to my YouTube channel at Will Ross and uh, look up a, a bunch of email marketing videos that I have out there. I really go more in depth and you can kind of see on screen how I go through those. And I'll put a link in the description here for you guys to go check that out if you haven't already. The second type of, uh, I guess, kind of way you can use email marketing for, you know, I guess marketing is to businesses. So if you're an agency, if you're a freelancer, this is something that you do to acquire clients. Um, now it could be roped into client acquisition, but I think that is more so for businesses as opposed to like two businesses. So when I make that distinction, I more so mean, you know, client acquisition is, you're already into this business. You already have that client. You're, you're working on getting those customers for a client from the agency side of things. Two businesses is you're sending cold emails. This cold email is, you know, anything from a, Hey, we've got a deal going on right now, or, Hey, I saw that you're interested in this industry. We do, you know, yada, yada, yada for whatever kind of services that you have. So, uh, this could be used for marketing your email marketing services. For example, I use a platform called instantly.ai um, where I pretty much create these different emails. I buy these different domains and I've got anywhere from five to 12 emails sending 40 emails per email per day. So that can get anywhere up to, you know, 400 emails a day sent out to different industry leaders, marketing executives, business owners, physicians, things like that really dependent on the industry that you're targeting. Uh, and that cold email system has worked really well for just getting clients um, and turning a cold email, a cold client into actually somebody that I have a long-term relationship with, somebody that I'm doing really good work for that's paying me really well that I wouldn't have had otherwise. Uh, and I get those leads from Apollo.io, by the way. That's kind of like the, the different system that I use. Um, the, the offer that I'm putting out there right now is something that my agency is working on, something that I want to make a massive pillar or I guess centerpiece of what we offer is newsletters for businesses, uh, for businesses and creators specifically, but specifically for different smaller or mid-sized businesses that want to kind of create uh, that extra relationship with their customers, with their client base. 
done through newsletters. So essentially we'll go in, send a cold email and saying, hey, um, I'll design a free one page newsletter for you. If it works out, great. If not, feel free to use it. Uh, but this is what my company can do. Email me back if you're interested, we'll book a call, whatever. Um, the catch here is that they don't get to see the newsletter unless they book a call. And obviously if you can talk face to face with somebody, it's gonna do a lot more for you, for your company, um, as opposed to just talking over text, over email, and writing on that response as opposed to getting a direct response from them on video, on Zoom, on Google Meet, whatever you do it for. Um, and that works really, really well for me. And those are the two main ways that I use email marketing for my business. I wanted to make this quick little episode because um, a lot of people in the marketing space focus a lot on social media. They focus a lot on advertising. And I think email is a very, very uh, underrated, underappreciated part of marketing that you know could go under the radar. And that's something that you can pitch to these potential clients um, that may not know already about what email marketing is. But again, thank you so much for listening. I, I, I'm gonna make this a, a very consistent thing. These episodes don't take me long. I produce them myself. So if you're interested um, in listening more, please let me know in the comments below. Give this podcast a five-star rating and I'll keep it around. Thank you so much for listening. I'll catch you in the next one. Peace.